Should we start? Let's fucking start. Let's know. just go for it. Oh, okay, we're we rolling. Do whatever. <laughs> yeah. You'll edit all this terrible shit out. <clears throat> okay, welcome to the True Anon podcast, where we explore the intersection between the CIA, Jeffrey Epstein, private islands, and crime. Uh, my name is Brace Belden, and here's my co-host Liz. Hi. Okay. Uh, welcome to the True Anon podcast, where we explore the intersections between the CIA, global pedophilia cabals, Jeffrey Epstein, private islands, and the Clinton crime family. <laughs> Crooked Hillary, baby. Exactly. My name is Brace, not a pedophile, in fact, a pedo hunter, and here is my co-host. Liz, also not a pedophile. Yes, want to make that clear, want to make something else really clear. Everything that we talk about here is uh, allegedly the truth. (laughs) (laughs) Everything is, I'm alleging, I'm not alleging these things, others have alleged these things, we are reporters and thus not liable for that. Is yeah, we're yes, we're just uh, we're just diving in, reporting what we find, putting the pieces together. Because this is real. Yeah, this is real. Um, we should be allegedly, allegedly real. This is allegedly real. Allegedly real. Crazy thing is, it's all true. Jeffrey Epstein. Please get your name. Jeffrey Epstein. And this isn't just about Epstein, right? So, like, what we are we are calling uh, our subject matter here the Ep Files because right now it is the Ep Files. This Epstein case is kind of breaking right now once again, and and a lot of things are coming to light. Uh, but it's beyond Epstein. I mean, we are talking about a global, global pedophile, pedophile cabal. Uh, infiltrated by the CIA. In fact, I would, I would push back on this and it's I would not say even instigated yes. by the Central Intelligence Agency of the United States of America. Allegedly. Central, intel- t- in, ugh. Central Intelligence Agency. Yes. MI6. Satanic. And ISIS? MI6. Oh, MI6, yeah. Probably ISIS. Why not ISIS? I mean, that's CIA hand in hand. Yeah, totally. So, sure, they're involved. Why not? And Everyone's actually, involved. ISIS, some say, stands for Israeli Secret Intelligence Service. I feel like that's a little on the nose. Yeah, that seems a little... Uh, there are, I believe, a lot of intelligence agencies in on this, but I believe that that the CIA is really our main guy here. Yeah, they're the main guy of the world. Exactly. So, like, you know, like, it's it's like... The MI MI six and Mossad and and all these different different groups are kind of like appendages of the CIA. Right. We're like are not were. I want to make it clear. I'm neither a pedophile nor the CIA alleged. Yeah, we're not CIA. But uh, they 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 are really uh, going to come up a lot in this. So I, I hope you're prepared. This uh, things are moving quickly. This is really exciting. Uh, a lot of things are going to come to light very soon. We've already got Chris Tucker allegedly in the crosshairs. <laughs> Uh, Bill Clinton had, had, has had to finally address this and release a statement, which was very precise in its language. Uh, you can look that up if you haven't seen it yet. It is a, it is a joyous read. Um, and, uh, Epstein is currently in Hawk right now. He's in the Who's Gal. Yeah, he's in jail, right? Should we give a little background about, uh, about what's going on? About yeah. the, the line of Little St. James? <laughs> yeah, go for it. Okay, uh, I'll start. So Jeffrey Epstein was, when he first sort of emerged onto this world, um, a two-time college graduate. Uh, oh, excuse me, 
two times college dropout who was given a job at a high school called Dalton, which is very fancy, very fancy Manhattan private school. I think right now it's like $50,000 a year. Yeah. Which is insane. So it's like really like upper, upper class Manhattan. Really strange really for a two-time college dropout to be hired to teach math. Apparently, there. he's just a brilliant, brilliant man. So the, the person he was hired by is a guy named Donald Barr. And yes. Donald Barr, William Barr, the current Attorney General of the United States of America, allegedly's uh, father, <laughs> uh, who was in a little group called the OSS. Yes, the OSS, now called the CIA. Yes, but he was in World War II in the OSS, which uh, offers strategic services mm-hmm. uh, that later morphed into the CIA. A lot of those ex-OSS guys, if you read books about the CIA, they might be retired. They might. They often moved into. It was. It was. They drew from a pretty high-class cohort, and they moved in pretty influential circles. A lot of them were still on what you might call irregular duty for the rest of their lives. Mm-hmm. Uh, Donald Barr is also an author of a science fiction book about sex slavery in space. Yes. So he's teaching at Dalton. He's teaching math, right? Mm-hmm. And apparently, uh, through a parent-teacher conference, he meets, um, I am forgetting the guy's name, but he's the CEO of Bear Stearns. Alan Greenberg. Alan Greenberg, of I course. only remember that because it's a more Jewish-sounding, I want to make clear that I am also Jewish, more Jewish-sounding version of Alan Greenspan. True. So CEO of Bear Stearns, his kids are taught by Jeffrey Epstein, and at like a parent teacher conference, apparently, allegedly, the CEO of Bear Stearns is like, hey, you would be great at Bear Stearns. You seem like you're really good at teaching my children math. You should join my investment bank. Makes absolutely no sense. In four years, Epstein was a partner at Bear Stearns. And it gets a little hazy about why he left. Um, I've read quite a few things, and pretty much the only unanimous opinion is that nobody really knows why he left. I've heard it was an FEC thing. Yeah, there was some weird timing where he was managing um, a guy's uh, Seagram's merger that the FEC starts investigating. Siemens, uh, Seagram's, Siemens, excuse me. Uh, Seagram's, that is uh, Bronfman, right? Yes. That's Edgar Bronfman. Does he have any children? Uh, his sister, I think it's his sister, is Claire Bronfman, mm-hmm. who was just arrested in the NXIVM sex cult, also prosecuted by SDNY, who's prosecuting Epstein. That is the Southern District of New York, and that is, I do not know what X- NXIVM stands for. It is a multi-market, multi-level marketing scheme that was also a sex cult? yes. That. And like a pretty gruesome one. Like the girls are branded. Yes. It's like kind of new agey. Are they cool brands? Have you seen the brands? Um, I, It's not my taste in logo. I what? think it's like a little like a little tribal for my taste. Okay. Not okay. in a like ironic tribal way. Yes. So um, he basically got fired or let go or quit. It's really unclear. It seems like kind of a combination of all of those. Uh, and he came to the attention of a guy named Les Wexner. Now, Les Wexner, I'm going to use a hard allegedly right here, but look this up. Les Wexner has, uh, first of all, he is the owner of L Brands, which owns Victoria's Secret and a bunch of other companies. Uh, Victoria's Secret is sort of the sexy underwear company uh, <laughs> who we, uh, we will do a commercial break for later and try to sell you, uh, uh, excuse me, per, uh, subscription Victoria's Secret underwear. Anyways, um, 
He is the CEO of L Brands, which owns Victoria's Secret, and he is allegedly tied up with the mafia, allegedly tied up very strongly. <laughs> That's uh, a strong allege. That is a strong allegedly. Uh, do your own research on yes. this one, fellas. He also has um, a, a, an organization, like a kind of partner philanthropic organization with Israel, yes? Israel, the country. Yes, the country. Allegedly. Allegedly a, a, allegedly a country. Much love to uh, to the PFLP. Um, <laughs> but uh, we 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 see Israel popping up a lot here, and I think that that we don't want people to get the wrong impression. This is not what I believe to believe to be an Israeli operation. This is all CIA in the driver's seat. Israel itself, I also believe, is a CIA operation, but that is for a different podcast. Um, <laughs> But yes, Les Wexner, Epstein, all these guys really yeah. tied in with Israel. All these philanthropic organizations, which, as we all know, brothers and sisters, are all fucking scams. Um, he starts managing Les Wexner's money. Yes. And he comes into ownership of a townhouse in New York City, which I believe was, at the time, the most expensive townhouse ever bought or sold there. Yeah. It's a huge motherfucking townhouse. Uh, there are some pretty gruesome uh, sort of tours that you can take through. I mean, articles about like what's in the mansion right now. There, are, I believe, uh, chessboards with uh, Epstein's staff. In There's underwear. like a, a whole like hallway that has imported human eyeballs from Britain. See, that's which is like a totally normal, not alleged pedophile thing to have. No, that is think. straight up for just a normal sex. That's guy very have. normal. Yeah. Um, we're getting a little ahead of ourselves with that. Epstein comes into this ownership of this mansion and a lot of other Les Wexner stuff. In fact, he seems to be like become a billionaire just by managing another billionaire's money. Yeah. It doesn't really make sense. And that that is something we encounter quite a lot in the Epstein case is that the finances are so opaque. No one knows. There's no. been like multiple articles in just like the past two weeks. Yeah. Literally being like, hey, how did this guy make any money? No yeah. one knows. And we all know that the bourgeoisie are sick, depraved sons of bitches, right? But this is that rarely do they have so much mystery surrounding them. So now we get to talk about some dates. Yeah, we should probably lay out Epstein's arrest, multiple arrests. So the first time is what, 2005? Yes. And that's in Palm Beach in Florida. Florida. Um, where a woman contacts the Palm Beach police and says that she believes her stepdaughter was paid to go to Epstein's house, strip down naked, and give him a massage for $300. Which, and this girl is also 14 years old. Yeah, and that's $300 2005 money, too. It's not like, we're not talking like the 70s here. That is... Um, Maybe we should cut that out. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, these sort of things pop up a lot, I believe, of parents kind of like finding out that their daughters in Palm Beach are involved with this 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 billionaire. Right. Um, so the police start an undercover investigation. And this is when about – this is when the case starts building. They finally get a warrant. They search his home. Um, and they find all these photos of like underage girls. They find this is his home in Palm Beach. Um, and uh, there's like five, I think there's five victims in this particular um, 
case. Yeah. But this isn't the only case. Absolutely not. No. I believe I don't uh the FBI get involved at some point and the yeah, there were 17 witnesses under oath, five alleged victims. They found um hidden cameras. Yeah, totally and that a normal thing. Is a really important detail, the hidden cameras. Because right. you know, you might think I'm a bit of a loon, little crazy guy for talking about the CIA so much. Um, but this is textbook honeypot stuff, which we will get into later. I don't want to get ahead of ourselves. Uh, but the hidden cameras are a really important detail, and they will crop up later as well. Uh, in 2006, International Business Times uh, reported a lawsuit. Epstein's defense attorneys included Alan Dershowitz, who is a star player. Speaking of star players, we have Ken Starr, who you might remember for busting another star player in this investigation, <laughs> Bill Clinton, for getting some dome in the Oval Office. A little weird thing about Bill Clinton, he also put a, uh, a cigar up um, Monica Lewinsky's vagina. Much love, Monica. Uh, that is fucking crazy and sounds horrible and really <laughs> gives it, like, I don't know. I, that's, that, doesn't, that, that part always really creeps me out. Anyways, Ken Starr and Alan Dershowitz, uh, two really high-powered attorneys, uh, represent uh, Mr. Epstein. So, but this investigation, crucially, never goes anywhere. They've got a 53-page indictment that they never present to a grand jury. It's from the FBI? Yes. This is that when the FBI get involved, not the Palm Beach police. And this is when our good friend, who you might know of, Acosta, shows up. Is that Alex Acosta? Was it Alex Acosta? It is Alex Acosta. Who was? Okay. I'm about to accost you if you get another name wrong, bitch. <laughs> I know, I'm... I'm just shaking around. All right. <laughs> Alexandra Acosta Cortez is actually like. <laughs> so wait. But it no, that was deep. Alex Acosta, former Ale yes. Labor Secretary of the United States of America. As of former Labor Secretary negotiates uh, a plea deal that grants federal immunity. This is it's like unprecedented uh -huh. federal immunity for all criminal charges um, to Epstein, as well as the four co-conspirators that are named in the indictment. Do we know their names? We do not. Oh. And as well, as, and this is the crazier part, uh -huh. it also grants immunity to any unnamed potential co-conspirators. So just so like literally, involved. Yes. Literally anyone involved yeah. cannot be indicted. They have federal immunity. Why? So Acosta apparently uh -huh. is on record saying that he was told that Epstein was, quote, belonged to intelligence, was, quote, above his pay grade, and was told to, quote, leave it alone. See, I've been accused of being a CIA agent, CIA stooge, et cetera, many times in my life. But every time I get arrested for crimes such as these, I'm always just stuck with a lengthy 40-year prison sentence. This is bullshit. Yeah, it's crazy. So he agrees to plead guilty to the, to the state charges, but has immunity against any possible federal charges. And what did he get for the state? Like he 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 So he, he pled guilty. Yeah, he pleads guilty uh to a like minor prostitution charge. Soliciting prostitution from a minor, right? Yes. That's pretty crazy because I'm not sure that that woman was a pro that that child, excuse me, was a prostitute. No, that's not really what it seems like was going on at all. That's crazy that that's a She wasn't a sex worker. Yeah, I'm not Yeah. Um She needs a union. <laughs> So he pleads guilty. He's 
gets a sentence of like, I think it's 18 months, asked uh-huh. to register as a sex offender. Okay. He serves what, 13 months? Does serve lucky 13. Lucky 13. And like a private wing. Yes. With like television access. His gate is on like the gate to his cell or whatever that was uh-huh. is like unlocked. He can like freely walk around. Yeah. So this is all what happened about 10, a little more than 10 years ago. Yes. So now what we're talking about is something completely different. This is a new crime. New crimes. And where's he being charged now? He's being charged in New York. The Southern District of New York. Southern District of New York, who again, and I feel like this is crucial, although it hasn't come out yet. Yeah. That again, So the same district just prosecuted uh, the NXIVM oh. situation. And so I the think there's some- The Bronfman sex cult. The Bronfman sex cult. So I think- there are some unanswered questions here about what the district attorneys were able to get. And it's interesting, too, that it's the public corruption unit mm. and yes. the sex crimes unit are the people investigating this. Wow, a true law and order crossover even. Exactly. I actually was probably, they asked me to be on both of those units and I declined because I need to keep being a SEAL. But that is pretty crazy that they're yeah. both on the case. Um, so that leaves us to today. Right? July 8th, he was charged with sex trafficking conspiracy to traffic minors for sex. And there are, what, 40 girls? So I have something like that. That is a huge number. Yeah. So they, they search his townhouse uh-huh. that we mentioned. It's really a town mansion. The thing is huge. It's massive. Yeah. Um, they turn up thousands of photos of most likely underage girls yeah it was it was pretty it was noticeable that they actually said they they were noticeably underage which means they wouldn't say that unless they could tell yeah um they found in a safe Mm -hmm. a ton of cds cd roms cd roms cd roms baby Uh with each one with a apparently name like a young name yeah plus it says young Parentheses name. Okay. So young insert name. Just one parenthesis, not triple? <laughs> not not triple. Okay, my people are safe. Plus someone else's name. So for instance, this could be young uh like, Brace plus <laughs> uh Chris uh, Tucker. Chris Tucker. Yeah. Right? Allegedly. Allegedly. Wow. Yes. That is uh something. Yes. They also found in that safe a ton of cash, uh-huh. naturally. Yeah. And a um, expired yeah. Austrian passport. Austrian. Austrian with Epstein's uh, location or residence listed as in Saudi Arabia. The kingdom of Saudi Arabia. Yes. The, the KSA. KSA. Um, and it was used. So it had multiple... Locate like stamps from yes. various countries. I know France, Spain, Britain, all these places. Yeah, that is. Yeah, I I remember reading the the uh, the excuse was that it was in the eighties, uh, and there was a lot of hijackings and uh, being a high profile Jewish businessman, uh, he was under particular threat. That seems a little yeah, spurious I, to me. Yeah, that sounds crazy. Yeah. I don't know what that means. Um, I wish Leila Khaled would have been able to ice him, but, you know, <laughs> you win some, you lose some. Again, much respect to the PFLP. Uh, so that brings us today. He was he was denied bail. Uh, yeah, just the other day. On the 18th, right? Yeah. And so my man is sitting in jail awaiting trial. And we're here 
on the outside. Find out what's really going on. And to bring it to you. Mm-hmm. Because there's so much more to this than is being reported. Yes. The news, the, the, the lie in the fake news media mm. is unable to bring you the truth. Yes. People like Cernovich, people like Alex Jones, they're also unable to bring you the truth. In Cernovich's case, it's because he's working for, Je- for Alan Dershowitz, Jeffrey Epstein's lawyer, allegedly. In Alex Jones' case, it's because he's used as a limited hangout by the FBI and the CIA to feed you false information next to true information to smear environmentalists, etc. Only we are untouched. Yes. We see what others don't. Exactly. So we will be bringing you the Ep Files. Uh, today's guest, we have a very special one, uh, intimately involved with the upper class New York circle of, uh, uh, you know, and uh, <laughs> of podcasters is what I was saying. And uh, <laughs> he will be talking to us about Gladio, Mark Dutroux. Pizzagate. Uh, Pizzagate. QAnon. Oh, QAnon. Uh, and pretty much everything else the uh, the the Ep Files contains. Hello. Hey, King. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can. Oh, hell yes. We're we're rolling, baby. We're good. Good. All right, my nips are hard as ice picks. So uh, we would like to welcome to the Ep Files, to True and On, Matthew Chrisman, who is a bit of an in- amateur investigator of his own. Uh, Matt Chrisman is on the uh, podcast Come Town. Um, <laughs> and uh, he will be joining us to discuss uh, Gladio, Mark Detro, and uh, and how that all relates to the Epstein case. How you doing, Matt? I'm doing good. Uh, so you went down to the courthouse the other day, right? I did. Unfortunately, I didn't really know the whole ins and outs of the process, so I didn't realize that there was some sort of a side door that you could go through uh, and get into the courthouse, so I ended up just standing outside with all the uh, reporters and shit. Um, Somebody later told me that they got in and that there were actually a few Q-type people who were there on their own, so kudos to those those gumshoes for, for getting in. Kudos. Um, so, Matt, do you want to tell us, what is your kind of like overarching theory about this? What do you think is going on? Uh, I mean, it kind of depends on how much sleep I had, what drugs I've taken in the last five minutes uh, to really determine where I'm feeling in the moment. Uh, when I'm really at sort of maximum tilt, I feel like, you're dealing with a international network of powerful people who seal the bonds of their relationships through a ritualistic uh, sex torture of minors. This is what we're saying. Uh, yeah, we're nodding our heads over here, Matt. Yeah, uh, that, that, that's pretty much that's pretty much what it feels like to me. Uh, I honestly, in my mind, I kind of imagine that for most of us, it's more of an obligation than anything they really want to do. Just, yeah, part of the part of the job of being rich, like going to boring fundraisers and, and <laughs> you know cutting the ribbons in front of uh, uh, hospitals and stuff. Not necessarily something they really, really desire to do. And and what do you think about the intelligence community's involvement in this? Because that's something I've been really interested in. Yeah, that's a that's a very interesting angle to it because there's basically no question that the intelligence community is implicated at some level of awareness. There are people 
I mean, there's the, we, we, we know from just the Epstein case, the involvement of uh, Mossad, most likely the CIA, uh, and it would be very hard to imagine a situation like this playing out with that not happening because, you know, how would they not be aware of this kind of network happening among the richest people? Uh, the question is whether it starts, I guess it's a chicken and egg question, <laughs> yep. whether this begins as, you know, an operation of intelligence. Or I, I kind of lean towards the idea that it's something not so much that they cook up through intelligence as something that intelligence monitors to to uh, make sure that the wrong people don't find out about it, basically. You know, so that, uh, like, for example, President Xi doesn't get a hold of, like, a thumb drive full of uh, child ritual uh, videos. Uh, because, you know, like the, the whole Mossad point about, oh, this could be a Mossad op to, to keep American uh, 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 elites on board with Israel. I, I kind of don't know if they need to be brought on board. Yeah. You know, that that's really like that's already part and parcel of the whole, uh, you know, global elite imperial project. On the other hand, you want to make sure that, uh, that, you know, the people who might uh, the, the forces that might be countervailing don't get a hold of any of this information. Yeah, I'm picturing like a, a President G and like sort of a Russ Cole situation, opening cans of Singtao beer, just like over and over <laughs> and over again. Um, the only thing that I think that's kind of funny about that is that like Ghislaine Maxwell is clearly agency, probably more than agency friendly. Yes, for sure. Her dad, Robert Maxwell, was famously an Israeli super spy. Right. Um, and it reminds me a lot of kind of our other our topic we're talking about tonight, of Gladio. Um, because there's sort of this connection between Epstein to who and, and Les Wexner, to me, who represent sort of the organized crime, upper class, pimping, whatever you want to call it, ring. And then also there's clearly this sort of CIA connection that is either using them or monitoring them, but is nevertheless aware of these sort of horrific crimes going on and letting them continue for, you know, whatever purpose. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And, uh, uh, yeah, Gladio is like, the, is, as people know, the stay-behind network that the CIA put together to uh, ostensibly to resist the Soviet invasion uh, of Western Europe with guerrilla tactics uh, uh, after the World War II. But in practice, it forms sort of a shadowy, deep state in the uh, the, the quote unquote free parts of Europe, uh, and it was uh, it was a collusion of in in, in the in the countries where it was active of intelligence agencies, military, and uh, organized crime. Yes, yeah, it's mostly in Italy and Turkey, right? Oh, well, Turkey is actually they call it Gladio Two, and oh. uh, I am <laughs> they <laughs> really do it's the sequel, yeah. Um, but yeah, Gladio, I mean, every, every sort of, I mean, uh, technically part of Turkey is Europe, but, uh, it, yeah, it's, it's especially in Italy is very famous. There was, there was, uh, the really like the Vatican sort of formed this nexus between specifically Banco Ambrosiano, which was the Vatican bank, uh, up until I believe the mid sixties sort of was a, was, was what the CIA used to funnel money for their off the books operations, which they, they funded via uh the heroin trade i mean famously the french connection uh and and uh heroin trade in 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 europe in italy 
and various other sort of illicit things. It was the years of lead in Italy where the prime minister at one point was kidnapped and killed. Uh, there were also multiple like false flag events. Yes, false were, flag. That, that like is the like main... the home of false flags yeah. was Italy in the uh, the years of lead. To incriminate communists. Yes, yeah. yes. Uh, and and something that you brought up uh, uh, on the internet a couple of, I think, I think last week was Mark Dutro. Do you want to give us a little background on that? Okay, so Mark Dutro is a uh, currently imprisoned serial murderer and rapist from Belgium who had one of the most insanely botched investigations and uh, trials almost in history. Uh, it, it just it beggars the imagination how, how long he was able to, to carry out the, the kidnappings, uh, uh, torture, and murder of young women, young girls. Uh, and uh, when he was finally convicted, or he was finally arrested in the mid-90s, uh, he claimed that uh, he was acting as sort of a procurer for high-level members of Belgian society inside the military, uh, the uh, corporate elite, and the, and, uh, the political class, uh, uh, getting young girls for the purposes of ritual abuse and, and in some cases, murder. Uh, and it caused a huge furor in Belgium, and it could have obviously been written off as just a, a the cynical uh, lies of, of, a, of a criminal who wanted to you know, take people off of the, uh, make them stop talking about his actual crimes, except for the fact that uh, uh, a lot of weird stuff around him happened to make the, the accusations suspiciously credible, uh, including the, uh, the firing of the original uh, investigative jurist who was uh, uh, in charge of the investigation uh, and who was pursuing the, the question of, uh, of a conspiracy and of others involved. Uh, and his replacement was somebody who basically immediately shut down that line of inquiry and, and kept the, the theory that uh, Dutro essentially acted uh, not alone because there were he had a few uh, co-conspirators, including his wife, but that it was not any part of a greater conspiracy. Uh, also, a, a young woman named Regina Luce came forward, uh, claiming that she had been uh, ritually abused for years uh, around the same time that Dutro was active. Uh, she gave testimony about the death of a young woman whose body was found. Uh, uh, she described a, a farmhouse uh, uh, where she claimed the death, the murder was occurred in detail. Uh, none of her accusations were ever uh, followed up on. And most ludicrously, 20 people intimately connected to the case in one way or another as witnesses or suspects died during the course of the investigation. You're fucking with me. 20? No. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if something similar to that starts happening. Obviously, none of the high-profile guys like Dersh, but definitely some of the island workers I'm, I'm imagining for, for Epstein. There was well, also... The judge, the Epstein judge, like, it was the judge in the um, yes, Florida uh, state case. He died just a couple months ago. Yes, apparently. yes. So, so this Dutro stuff and in other... Uh, other Western countries too. I know in Spain they used I uh, think some like it was some Catholic group called like Triple A. They killed some Basque militants, and it later came out that they were involved with Gladio. Um, so I think 
like what is what is what can Gladio tell us about what might be happening today if sort of our, our most maximalist uh you know theories are are correct just that it gives you an idea of the sort of capacity that exists basically because that's the really the, the 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 question that a skeptical person asks when they hear about something this outlandish is well how the hell is something like this carried out in secret and when you look at something like Gladio, you had an international criminal conspiracy involving different countries, different intelligence services, different factors of organized crime doing things like, you know, moving massive amounts of heroin uh, through Marseille, for example, or rigging the Italian elections in 1948, or, uh, as you said, in Spain, killing fat. Also, uh, uh, an infamous massacre of uh, communist uh, lawyers. Yes. Right. Yeah, the yeah, yeah, they busted into their houses, right? Yeah, carried out with firearms connected to Gladio Caches from Italy. Uh, and then, of course, you know, we, we said the years of lead, the Bologna train station bombing, perhaps the assassination of Aldo Moro. Uh, it just shows that this capacity not only exists, but that it is. Uh, at the disposal of the exact people who would be involved in something like this and specific and like the, the, the upgrade of it, you know, like if that was sort of the Mark one version now in the 21st century, like in the app economy, there's a, the, the, it might look a little different, but it would be relative. It would be kind of similar uh, in the sense that uh, the thing that jumped out to me about in the last week of Epstein revelations is that, so it was known that the only person who was, confirmed to have actually been a client of Epstein's in any capacity was Les Wexner, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, we, I, it was just revealed that the only other person who is on record giving any kind of money in any significant amount to Epstein is uh, this financier named Leon Black. Yeah. Yes. Who uh, gave ten, $10 million to his, uh, to his uh, charity and... Leon Black is a, a private equity guy whose portfolio includes the company that is now Blackwater. Right. And, and Black- Blackwater is already notorious for accusations of human smuggling and sex uh, abuse on the places that it operates in the war zones uh, that it's been contracted to operate in. Yeah, and it's interesting, too, because Les Wexner, in his, in, in sort of, he owns this parent company, and and one of the one of the child companies of that is a transportation company that is uh uses a lot of the same routes that the CIA airlines used to use to go to Asia. Um there is a lot of pretty much anyone who owns a transportation company is suspect as it is, especially <laughs> one that big. Um but it is really uh really interesting especially because Blackwater and all all these sort of private security security whatever you want to call them mercenary agencies are used for rendition as well. So there's, there could be also that link between the, the sort of this organized crime transportation companies and uh, CIA or whoever else rendition of whoever they want to get. Yeah. And wherever they want to send them. I mean, we know about black sites as, as, but we of course have no idea how many there are or where they are. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there was one in Poland, which God, if I was killed in a black site in Poland, no offense, Franzak, but hey. <laughs> you should be so lucky. It's a black site because none of the light bulbs work. <laughs> my people have not traditionally fared well in Poland as it is. I couldn't imagine. I'm Polish and my people have not fared well in Poland. <laughs> Very true. Well, it's it should be a protectorate under Russia, but let's let's move on. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, it's uh, see one of the things that like I think really has been interesting is sort of the parallels to Pizzagate and to QAnon here. Um, and part of me has been really suspicious about certain uh, characters involved in sort of propagating those theories, specifically Mike Cernovich and Jack Posobiec. That Jack Posobiec is, I mean, they're both sort of far-right trolls or whatever, but Jack Posobiec is ex-naval intelligence, and Cernovich is pretty close with Dershowitz, which I think is a really... Yeah, that's highly suspicious. Ex- extremely suspicious. And, and putting forth this sort of story that has these parallels but is also so over the top and ridiculous that it kind of discredits any actual theory that someone could put forward. Yeah. I mean, it is interesting how like in the, in the interim between uh, Epstein's first conviction and then the resurgence in scrutiny on him comes this out of left field cockamamie theory coming from the bowels of the internet uh, that on its face is so absurd and, and immediately grabs the most crackheaded uh, dipshit followers possible. That means that it poisons the well, basically, right. uh, for any uh, any revelation. It's it, it, it's and then you, it, it feels to me it it, it it makes it hard to really, and especially since we know for a fact that that is a, a, a that's a intelligence uh, community staple is 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 kind right. of fortune, yeah. Out uh, misinformation, uh, uh, like uh, uh, just like, just like on the more anodyne topic of UFOs, it's, it's pretty well established that uh, that U.S. military intelligence is responsible for putting out all kinds of shit about UFOs on purpose in order to make it harder to discern the, the wheat from the chaff. Yeah, it's really. I mean, it's this. It's this. Uh, you mentioned this I, on, on Chapo the other week. A limit. It really. It reminds someone of like a limited hangout, right? Yeah, Matt. Can you explain yeah. what a limited hangout is? Well, a limited hangout is a. Uh, it was coined by uh, Richard Nixon on the tapes uh, during the course of uh, Watergate. While it was being, while revelations were coming out, uh, he discussed with his guys, Ehrlichman, Haldeman how exactly to manage the release of information that was basically no longer able to be kept secret without revealing the whole enchilada. And so they frame that as a limited hangout, meaning you put out what can't be saved. uh, You sacrifice who is expendable, but you do it in such a way that the full story is never revealed. And Epstein, to me, I mean, the fact that boys, that the, that the one of the yes. big drivers for the Epstein investigation to this point is a lawsuit carried out by David Boyce's law firm, uh, it makes it feel like, it feels to me like there's no way that, especially with the time interim between Epstein's original conviction and now, that in that time, that enough relevant connections have been severed and enough loose ends have been taken care of. Uh, and enough of the most powerful people have been protected or, you know, uh, due diligence has been done to ensure that smoking guns don't exist to implicate them, that then Epstein can then be cut loose and right. give the appearance of, uh, you know, a rigorous investigation. And so anybody who says, well, there's more to this can then get thrown in the pile with the QAnon and the pizza game nutcases. The boys connection to me is really interesting. Yeah. That kind of blew my mind. I mean, cause he was, 
famously this sort of like really high powered corporate lawyer he represents and and also just sort of high powered lawyer who dealt with corporate issues represented the US government against Microsoft uh represented Gore against Bush and a bunch a bunch of other things but Weinstein was his like last main big client and yeah what he he was the guy who hired black Jews. He fucking he sick the, the Mossad. Fucking ex Mossad guys to intimidate witnesses. And that journalist. Yeah, we got to get her on the horn eventually. Yeah. <laughs> I know, and that's what makes me think that this is sort of a. And this so is he's a representing up. the victims. He is representing the one of the victims. Yeah, uh, maybe multiple ones. I think he's representing the victims in in the New York case. Yeah, and he. I mean, I, I've like. I was thinking the other day, it's like, you know, the, the simple man looks into Epstein and Dershowitz. The genius man looks into boys because there has to be <laughs> some connections going on. Well, on he there. also represented Hunter Biden in his uh, dealings with the Ukraine. Oh, about um, the, the energy stuff? The energy. He, yeah. he represented energy Hunter. Company. I mean, I, Hunter is a hero, but I mean, he's one of the good ones. Um, but yeah, that is, it is really, it's a little too pat, you know what I mean? Yeah, it, 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 there's, it just doesn't feel like, there's no way that, I just, I don't see how Epstein can go away in any way, in any sense, like actually get the book thrown at him in a way that is meaningfully revelatory. Uh, but also, I don't see how he accepts you know, some life sentence without burning it down. I mean, he doesn't have a family, so it's not like they really have anything like that on him. He's already a child molester. Yeah, but it's not like they could kill him. I mean, I don't know if they could get away. I guess they could, but it would be Jesus Christ. If he just fucking dies, man. He could just drink the poison in court. He would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) He wouldn't be the first uh, uh, remorseful... um, convict to hang himself either would he that's true i, I mean, mean i want to hear have they have we found Gislaine maxwell yeah where is so Gislaine? we didn't really explain this on the show earlier Gislaine maxwell was pretty much i mean she's robert maxwell's daughter robert maxwell i, I guess we did mention this israeli super spy she is basically the procurer yeah. for uh, and like right hand woman for uh for jeffrey epstein and she has been noticeably not arrested here not only that, okay, so get this. I just found this out uh, yesterday. So she, she is supposedly in London, but the claim from her attorneys or something is that she currently has no permanent address. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, homelessness is a big issue. Rough <laughs> sleepers, they call them out there. Yeah, yeah. So this, 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 we're basically saying, look, there's nowhere for you to send the warrant or whatever because she doesn't, she's not has an address. So she is essentially in the wind. She is on the lamp. Yeah, and it is it is it is it is pretty spectacular like her. I mean, she is she sort of looms like this black cloud over all these yeah. uh, these these 1990s to to now social scenes. I mean, she was, you know, she's famously very good friends with Chelsea Clinton. She attended her wedding. Uh and there's a really spectacular photo of her sort of peeking her little head out and looking down the aisle as 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 a frail Bill Clinton walks his daughter off to be married. Um, but she was, I mean, there's pictures of her with Elon Musk. Uh, there's pictures of her with, uh, with Prince Andrew, of course. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, she was really, she's a high class socialite. Uh, and 
And I was reading this story where, you know, she worked for Epstein for quite a long time. They dated briefly, and then then she was sort of his employee slash friend. At the Victoria's Secret fashion shows, um, she would basically act as a as like sort of a, a running pimp at them, where the where these sort of like lecherous um porcine figures in the audience would point at the girls they wanted and uh and Maxwell would run over and uh and and start that connection up. I mean, so she is a pretty ominous figure in this. Not only that, but there was another really weird little fun fact where um so Robert Maxwell famously died off the off of his yacht, right? Yeah, he fell off his yacht and died. You know, that right. famous accident that happens so often. And that yacht was uh Adnan Khashoggi's yacht. Yeah, do you, Matt, was, do you know the, the the order of that? It was either I think Adnan Khashoggi bought the yacht afterwards. No, no, he sold it to Robert Maxwell. Robert Maxwell renamed the yacht the Lady Ghislaine mm-hmm. because Ghislaine was his favorite daughter. Mm-hmm. He dies. The yacht then gets sold to the Sultan of Brunei, and then that, the Sultan of Brunei sells that yacht to a one Mr. Donald J. Trump. So Donald Trump owns the yacht that Robert Maxwell was clearly pushed off allegedly to his death. Previously named the Lady Ghislaine. Now here's another interesting, Matt, did you know this, that, that the, the yacht that Mr. Epstein uh, had uh, out in the Virgin Islands, that yacht was also named the Lady Ghislaine. I did not know that. It's a fucking weird thing to do, right? I mean, it's a great name, you know? Why yeah. wouldn't you want to name everything after I mean, that? I don't it's know like why... It's a normal human name. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I know like 12 Gislaine. Gislaine sounds like a Cockney rhyming slang for like pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Liz is shaking her head here, uh, but it's true. Or else I wouldn't say it on this podcast, allegedly. That's like an 80s Brazzers company. Yes. Yeah, Gislaine. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that it's 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 it's... I, really, what I'm rooting for is for Dershowitz to get publicly embarrassed. One of the things I'm yeah, rooting that's for. Yeah, I think that's the best hope because I feel like he's a guy who could get could get nerfed in this yeah. without too much blowback. So he's 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 acceptable casualty. Absolutely, and it would be very funny to see him get just absolutely owned. I know, and all these sort of like creep uh, creeps like Steven Pinker and all these guys are kind of scrambling. Stephen Hawking is probably not going to make it out. You th- St- Stephen Hawking, you think he's going to get tired by all this? I mean... He's already dead. Yeah. he's He was on the island. Does his dick work? Unclear. His dick works. He actually, while he was in the chair, he left his wife for his nurse. See? Yeah. He, he had, like, an affair, so presumably his dick worked. Well, God. also, presumably, then, Little St. James is ADA compliant, which... Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I, yeah. There, there's a there's a wheelchair ramp to the uh, the, the sacrifice temple. <laughs> yeah, that temple has been like it's been. I've had visions of it while at work, just like like on the line working and just thinking the about temple. The, that temple. There are so many. What do you think, Matt? What's your temple theory? Oh man, yeah. The first time I saw the temple, I had that just like cold like blood curdling moment of just like I'm confronting something just deeply, not only evil, but uncanny. Uh, uh, I don't know. I I guess, I mean, there's, there's a, there's a pretty strong evidence that there's a lot of tunnels. Yeah. There's a lot of underground stuff on the Island. 
my guess is that uh, whatever is actually that that is more than likely an access point to something below. Some, right. Some There's like deepness. some like a deep like elevator shaft situation. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and it's yeah, and go ahead. No, I well, just because I think of those parties, those those Epstein events, I think of them. They probably are like, uh, they're probably tiered, right? They're probably like, uh, um, they're probably spatially tiered. Uh, you invite a bunch of people to the island, people like Stephen Hawking or or any other famous people, rich guys. And then there's one party on the outside, one party like in, uh, by the pool, you know, and it's, it's your guests, it's women of age. Uh, and then over the course of the evening, you sound out the people, you see who might be interested, and then maybe you invite them into the next party, which is indoors maybe. Right, right. And then within Second that location. Group, you do some more signing out, and then maybe somebody gets invited to the real party, which is in the base. This is the Ignition remix uh, logic. Yes. Where it goes from yes. one location to the next. <laughs> yes. And this is why I always tell uh, my daughters, never go to a second location. Um, <laughs> no. Yeah, it's the island really troubles me. And, and, and something that's sort of been underreported is that they actually purchased a second larger island right next to it. And was constructing facilities on there when uh, this kerfluffle uh, happened. So either those might still be under construction. Who knows? Personally, I think some um, some psycho who might listen to this should go out there and look at it. Allegedly, uh, I guess allegedly doesn't. I want to know, that. like, I mean, there's obviously like staff, staff yeah. that had to work on the island. Well, you know, Bohemian Grove, their staff is union. I'm serious. Their staff, I believe, is SEIU. Well, in that case, never mind. Yeah. So maybe we got to, they should, they ought to salt his island. We're going to form the uh, DSA Bohemian Grove uh, chapter. Yes. Yeah. Um, so it's, <laughs> we got to wrap up here in a second, but I'm wondering, what do you think is going to happen? Um, give me your, give me your maximalist and your minimalist. I would say realistically, what happens is, is that, there's a trial. He is likely convicted. Uh, he is sentenced to, you know, I, I, I don't, I, I would say a hefty amount of time, like an actual prison sentence, not another, not another uh, sweetheart deal. Uh, and we don't really find out anything else. All that tantalizing information that has leaked out, like about the videotapes and the, and the, and the CD-ROMs that were found in this, uh, in his safe that allegedly had written on them things like name plus name, implying that they were actually recordings of, of uh, powerful people uh, engaging in sex. That that all just kind of goes in the memory hall. You know, it, it never gets it gets sealed, and we never find out what it is. And Epstein, knowing that you know at this point uh, his leverage is relatively uh, low just shuts up and, and does the time. Yeah. I, I, I you know, I, I should have mentioned this earlier, but I heard another theory too, is that, that Epstein would, you know, would, would, would sort of follow this plan of the party. And then the second party, like you said, and he would sort of pair off these influential businessmen, these rich people with these girls and then videotape them. 
but he would use it as blackmail and they would have to invest in his hedge fund. And the hedge fund was basically a giant money laundering operation, whether he is the, the, the sort of the, the top schemer in that equation or whether it's got, it goes higher up than him. That does sound pretty realistic because it is astounding the amount of money he has without a really identifiable source. I mean, he tried to pay, post a $600 million bond. See, that's the thing. And that's why I actually, I, I initially thought it was a blackmail operation, but I kind of have now come to the conclusion that it's the other way around and that he is, was basically drafted through the ranks of New York society by these perverts yeah. because they needed a guy to be their procurer and that they do invest in his hedge fund, fake hedge fund, as a way to launder money to him. But less as a blackmail is just sort of as a payment, as a retainer. Right. Uh, the blackmail comes in with all the po- politicians and famous people. That's what keeps it from getting scrutiny. That's what kept it from getting revealed when he was originally arrested uh, in the aughts. And the thing that makes me think that more than anything is his career path, which is absolutely baffling. Bonkers. It makes no sense. It makes no he sense. A- How did he even end up at Bear Stearns? It doesn't. No and one is a parent like, teacher a, meeting, a fucking parent no, teacher. No meeting. one is like a math teacher at a private school and they're like, actually, you would be a great investment maker. Well, when the he wasn't even he wasn't even qualified for the math teacher job. No. But you know who hired he didn't him? He have a college degree. Fucking and when he was at the Dalton school teaching the richest kids in Manhattan, he was known for being a weird pervert. He would wear like open collar shirts and he was in, inappropriate with the girls. And then one of the parents, instead of getting him fired for being a creep around his daughter, plucked him out of obscurity to go work at Bear Stearns. And then Wes Webster took him from Bear Stearns, gave him a mansion and power of attorney, and then he all of a sudden had a hedge fund with no listed clients. It, it's like, and if you think about it, if, they're gonna, if there's a guy in the social circle, in the elite network, who you need to go to to have your disgusting ritual perverted fantasies fulfilled you don't want to be anybody on your level anybody with independent wealth or independent power base right. because then they could they, can they, have... they could leverage that yeah totally they need to be somebody who will always be beholden to you and if you're just drafting this guy off of the, like from coney island some schmuck uh he's always going to be at a lower level always going to be insecure and he's always going to essentially be an employee and i feel like that's the, more likely to be the relationship is an employer-employee one. So you don't think that any other, like anyone else is going to roll for it? Like you don't think we're going to get like a Bill Clinton or like... No, that would be amazing. Yeah. But I, I, I bet all that information, all those connections have probably been scrubbed by now. I, it's, I mean, remember there was a big fire on Little St. James like a year ago. Is that real? came back on the edge. Was that real? Because I, I, I haven't been able to corroborate that, but I've seen it reported... It's just I'm not sure the veracity of the websites could be disinfo. I remember it too. Fuck, maybe it didn't happen. Uh, well, it was. It, he did have that giant paper shredder delivered to his. Yes, uh, not the just the paper that shredder, but happen. also the like ceramic floor scrubber. Yes. Well, here's <laughs> like, something horrifying. that I I think is a, is 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 a coincidence that stood out to me is that uh, that that the elder bar who is the who is the. Um, so the guy in charge of the Dalton School was OSS. Yeah. And he was New York high class upper crust 
probably if I look it up, a Yaley OSS. And those guys did not retire. Donald Barr. Donald Barr. Those guys did not retire. So what what he saw in Epstein, because he's the guy who bought him in there. What he saw in Epstein, I yeah. do not know. But the CIA has always recruited this type of kind of go-getter hustler who they can who they can basically use for their whatever purposes. Right. Exactly. Like like this is a, this is a service rendered. It's it's a it's a network that is government uh, finance capital entertainment, of course. Uh, and and there has to be some sort of uh, coordinating body, and the one that makes the most sense, both from their capacity and also the need to have some sort of uh, uh, security arrangement, would be something like CIA. Yeah, uh, I just looked it up, and Donald Barr, of course, went to Columbia. Um, yeah, I mean CIA. If that's the thing with the, like that, unless. I don't know, because you think about something like the P2 Lodge, which was sort of the fake Masonic Lodge that, that combined the, the mafia, the Catholic Church, and the CIA. It's, it's, it's Epstein seems to be another one of these nexuses for me. Next right. eye. Yeah, exactly. Well, Matt, thank you very much. Uh, I think... Um, you know, we appreciate your efforts, your investigative, effort, investigative efforts oh, wait, onto this. One last question. Excuse I me. I do have one last question. So, how much of Pizzagate and Q do you think is real? Uh, I don't think that. I think uh, Pizzagate, I think it's particulars. None of those to me are very convincing. Maybe John Podesta is a pervert. I mean, his, he does have very weird taste in art. And Tony. Tony Podesta is a little weird. I. I'm not seeing him really connected to the Epstein thing in any real way. Uh, Q is complete horseshit because the <laughs> basic premise of it is that Donald Trump is some secret super genius who's snapping a 30-year-long trap on these people, and I just can't buy that. That's just a bridge too far for me. Anything that necessitates Trump being some sort of uh, 12-dimensional genius, to me, is prima facie absurd. Do you think he's Trump is going to get implicated in any of this Epstein stuff? Uh, well, I mean, he is. People talk about Clinton, and Clinton is closer to Epstein, obviously. But Trump is the only person who has been accused under oath of committing a rape of a minor with Epstein. Right. Um, uh, and the thing is, is that he knew about it. Not, I mean, there was the quote that he had about like how uh, Jeffrey likes young women. Also, he said at CPAC that Clinton was going to get in trouble because of Epstein's island. Yep. He's clearly yeah. aware of it, but that just goes to show that he is a moron, that he was involved <laughs> in the whole thing, and then at some point he just kind of forgot he was, and he's like, oh, yeah, we're going to get this guy. I know. He's like, it's like, yeah, dude, you did that too. And he's like, what? It's like the way he used to brag about knowing mob guys. Yes. Right. Well, it's maybe. Like, no, he has no connective tissue. He can't maintain, like, a continuity of thought. Well, what should we? I don't think anybody too big's going down, sadly. Yeah. Well, they are because we're doing this podcast. Yes, we are going to nail them. Unless unless we have something to say about it. Yes. In that case, you better watch out, pervert. Exactly. Podcasters are uh, basically the pedophile, the pedo. Excuse me, the pedo hunters that the Q people wish that Donald Trump was. We are podcasters. Exactly. 
Yeah. What do you? Real white hat, right what, here. What should the people of the United States do about this information? Because we know that we're being controlled by a a, a, a depraved cabal of high ranking perverts. But what is what does the average person do? Uh, see, that's always the question, and honestly, I wish I knew. Uh, it's just so paralyzingly vast that it gets it makes it hard for any individual to feel like they can make a difference. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I mean that. Like maybe we should all everyone get together and just bum rush someplace. Not Area Fifty One, but you know, like I don't know. Go to the island. Like everybody, like a fucking Dunkirk flotilla of boats. Just go to the island and rip it, rip it open with crowbars until we find everything in there. We are. Uh, we are um, encouraging that. Greatly. Uh, yeah, I, I hope absolutely. that there is some lonely psycho listening to this <laughs> who is aquatic in some way, some sort of either has gills <laughs> or access to some sort of sailboat and will make it out there. And uh, a maritime man. Yeah. A maritime man. Like, my, like myself, except more mobile. Um, yeah. Single with no children should go out there. <laughs> well, thank you very much, Matt. It was a pleasure uh, pedo hunting with you. Um, and, uh, and, and, and we appreciate all your work on this, uh, this very important topic. Thank you. You guys too. I think the podcast is going to be what brings them all down. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks so much. Thanks. Bye. Yeah. How do I say non-litigious? Ible? And non-litigable? Just say an alleged. Alleged, alleged, yeah. Non-actionable? Yeah, uh, yeah, non-actionable. What a fantastic, illuminating, and non-actionable, in terms of suing and so forth, interview. Uh, We would like to thank our guest, Matthew Chrisman of Chapo Trap House, our producer, Young Chomsky. And let me tell you, Coming straight from my heart, I am looking forward to doing more of these episodes soon. How about you, Liz? Yeah, it's going to be fun. We've got some pretty exciting episodes and interviews coming up. We're going to be diving deep into this elaborate cast of characters, taking a real close look at Miss Jocelyn Maxwell. Uh-huh. We'll be watching Eyes Wide Shut, uh, who's the uh, director of the movie, was killed because of... Uh, he was playing on exposing the pedo cabal. Yeah, Stanley Kubrick um, apparently was really, really invested in his theory of the entire world being run by pedophiles. So we got to take a look at the evidence here. Yes. Um, and let me tell you one last thing. If you are a pedophile and you are listening to this podcast and you haven't heard your name mentioned and you think you are safe, you are wrong. We have the beam on you. The spotlights are on. The Klieg lights are clicked on, and we are staring with eyes wide open at you. I can speak for myself and my two cohort here. We are locked and loaded, and we are coming for you. Yeah, take uh, follow us on Twitter at TrueAnonPod, and we will talk to you guys soon. Yes, over and out. Over and out. Over and out. <laughs>
Jeffrey Epstein. Please give us your name. Jeffrey Epstein. Please give us your name. Jeffrey. Jeffrey. Jeffrey.